Welcome to the Kim Commando Today podcast. This is a replay from earlier this year. Kim will be back soon. Hey, it's Kim Commando Today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out and that's it. All right, I always like to begin with something interesting. And where were you back in 1984? Yes, a computer programmer that year by the name of Alexei Pachinov had a great idea for a game. Now, the game involved fitting geometric shapes together to create horizontal lines, and it was an instant hit. But he was unable to secure the ownership rights of the game because the Soviet government owned all the computer software at the time. But the game continued to grow, spreading beyond the Soviet Union. Do you know the name of the game? It's Tetris. That's right. The game has sold over 495 million copies. Wow. Billions of dollars. And if you're looking for something to stream over on Apple TV, they rolled out a movie about the origins of the game Tetris. Let me tell you, it is so good. And you know, playing Tetris has taught me a valuable life lesson. If you try to fit in, you're going to disappear. Hey, on that happy note, welcome. I'm Kim Commando, America's beloved digital goddess. And you're about ready to get more tech smarts because every single thing is now a tech thing. You can find my award-winning show on 420 top radio stations throughout the U.S. And of course, we're streaming in your favorite radio app. And you can also get a streaming on demand 24-7 over at getkim.com. Once again, that address is getkim.com. And our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. And if you're just too shy to come on a big-time show and podcast, I totally get that. You can drop me your questions right on our website. Head over to commando.com, and in the upper right-hand corner, there's a link that says Contact Kim. All right, every single day I check out at least 30 different websites to make sure that you're up-to-date on all things digital. And this is part of the show where I like to talk about the tech news, things that you need to be aware of. And let's go back to November 30th, 2022, and it was a watershed day in the world of tech. Well, that's the day that the AI bot ChatGPT opened to the public. And within five days, wow, they had over 1 million users. Today, hundreds of millions of users. But who's really behind it? Well, the answer is a 37-year-old San Francisco entrepreneur and investor, a guy by the name of Sam Altman. And like many Silicon Valley successes, he dropped out of college, in his case, Stanford University. He founded OpenAI in 2015 with the help of Elon Musk, PayPal co-founder Peter Thiel, and LinkedIn co-founder Reid Hoffman. Now, Altman donates millions to the Democratic Party and left-of-center and liberal Democratic candidates, in case you're curious. But trust me, History will show that Sam Altman will eclipse Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, yes, and even Elon Musk. All right, next on our list is the election. Yes, we are already deep into the next presidential election where artificial intelligence isn't just coming to the campaign trail. Let me tell you, it's already here. It's not just the presidential election. Every member of the House, it's one-third of the Senate, it's thousands of local offices. And we're already seeing computer-generated videos of Biden and others saying things that they never said. Well, welcome to America's first AI election, where most fundraising emails are written by AI chatbots that write faster and better than many of the under 30 crowd that are typically hired for campaigns. And they're inexpensive. But last week, fake AI images of Donald Trump being arrested in New York spread faster than they could be fact-checked. Real looking, but completely phony. Now, I'm concerned. I mean, what happens when we can no longer trust our own eyes and ears? I mean, it used to be that you could tell an AI deep fake by looking at the person's hands. I mean, they would have like 12 fingers or different lengths. Not anymore. They've fixed all that. 
All right, next on our list at number three of five are electric vehicles. There's no question that our government is using all sorts of tactics to push us all into buying an EV. But are they succeeding? Official statistics and projections from the U.S. Department of Energy's Information Administration shows that despite the push for EVs, most people are choosing a gas-powered vehicle. Now, the projections are that we're going to keep doing this, well, at least until the year 2050. In fact, the government's EV push is going so badly, oh, this is not a good sign, EV sales are actually declining. So what's the answer from the government? All-out war. Government and a few other... So what's the government's answer? An all-out war. California and a few other states have launched this war on fossil fuels by capping production, raising taxes, and looking for gasoline price fixing. Well, there really isn't any. So the bottom line here is that the free market has taken a closer look at EVs, and it just doesn't like what it sees. I don't know if you saw this, but Lamborghini released their new hybrid EV. I'm not joking, okay? It goes a whole... Six miles on a charge. Six miles. That's it. And I know what you're thinking, Kim. I drew a picture of myself in a giant mansion surrounded by Lamborghinis and Ferraris. So on paper, I'm a multimillionaire. All right, number four on our list is don't say hello. It's gotten so bad that the FTC is warning everyone. If you answer your phone from an unknown caller, never, ever say hello. You want to let the caller speak first, and here's why. Criminals, mostly in foreign countries, are now secretly recording short snippets of people's voices. And then using AI, they stitch these snippets together so they can sound like you and then ask your relatives and friends for money. It sounds far out, but it's happening. And it doesn't matter if you're answering a phone or a landline or if you're rich, poor, famous or not. Now, the software that the criminals are using is readily available with names like Resemble AI and Eleven Labs. And it's incredible. It can accurately convert written sentences into convincing sounding audio. But this is the amazing part. They only need three seconds of you talking. That's it. So never say hello. Better yet, never answer those unknown calls. And this coming in at number five, last on our list, a friend of the family came to me during a barbecue last weekend, and he was shopping for a part. He saw it on Amazon. Then, whoa, he gets an ad for the same thing on Facebook, but it's $20 cheaper. So it's a deal. He buys it. Shocker, he never gets the part. And then the scammers try to use his credit card number to buy like seven iPhones and a whole bunch of other stuff. So these online scams, they've been around for, I don't know, as long as products have been sold on the internet. But with inflation and layoffs hitting hard, a new generation of online retail fraud is ripping people off. People who actually believe that they're just too savvy to be taken. So don't be one of them. This old scam has been polished and refined to the point that tens of thousands are being victimized every single day. So if you see products on sale with a big discount and the ad directs you to what appears to be a major retail store, in reality, it's probably a counterfeit. And if you buy the product there, your credit card will be processed, but the items will never, ever arrive. And then you've got to deal with disputing the charge of the credit card and a whole bunch of other things. So don't buy anything off of social media ads. I mean, I got taken. Yes, me, Kim Commando, got taken. I thought when I saw the Bobby Brown makeup like Jones Road ads would be phenomenal. I saw it all over Facebook, and I looked at them three or four times. Well, I ordered the makeup. Let me tell you, it's so sticky and tacky on my face that if there's even a breeze, the hair sticks to my face. Okay, definitely not a good look. If I was a clown, they would call it a... Foundation. That's right. 
All right, coming up in this jam-packed show, you don't want to miss a moment. I'm going to give you the secrets about how the tech pros will use a television in a hotel room. Probably you never thought about this before. Oh, there's some new air taxi service finally landing and taking off. I'm going to tell you which city that's going to be in. And I'm going to tell you whether or not you're overpaying for your internet. And if you're going out on the town, you're going to be sitting at a bar. I have a huge warning about your passcode that you don't want to miss. And of course, you have me and we have all of our fantastic phone calls today. Hey, our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 is the way to join us once again. If you just want to drop me your note via email, that's the easiest way. Kind of old school. I know that. Commando.com. And in the upper right-hand corner, there's a link that says Email Kim. And a big major announcement from Commando.com is that we released all of the newsletters in a brand new format with less ads and more meat and content inside the newsletter. So if you're not getting our free newsletters, make sure that you sign up right now while you're thinking about it. Go to commando.com slash subscribe, commando.com slash subscribe. We go through the entire internet and bring you just the top news stories that you need to know that single day, along with some data breach alerts and scam alerts and some device advice along the way. Again, they're absolutely free. You can unsubscribe anytime. Over 400,000 people get our free email newsletters every single day. So join them. Head to commando.com slash subscribe. All right, let's get started with Jennifer in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Well, um, I, I just got to say, I'm a huge fan. I've been listening for at least 20 years. Oh, my gosh, I'm so nervous. Um, but I just love your show, and thank you so much for, for talking to me. I'm, I, I really appreciate it. Your staff is very impressive and very organized, so I'm, I'm very impressed. Thank you. And don't be um, nervous. Just pretend it's just you and me. We're just sitting around the kitchen table. We're having a chat. And, you know, yeah, about... Yeah, I'm like starstruck. <laughs> oh, you're sweet. You're sweet. Um, so tell me what's going on. Well, a friend of mine has tasked me with organizing or coming up with a program for his business, his small business that he runs. He has a couple of them. Um, specifically, mm-hmm. he drives people of the Amish community around wherever they need to go. And it can be short distances or long range. They usually take the train in to a station, so he picks them up and then takes them where they need to go and then drives them back to the station. So he keeps track of their calls, their schedule, the train schedule, the driving schedule wow. and distance and all of that, weather. He takes care of all that on his personal phone, and he schedules everything Ooh. using only his calendar on his Android phone. So every task for each Oh, my person, gosh, you're kidding. Yeah, it's all of it is on his calendar. He doesn't have a computer. He doesn't use anything else. So I'm trying to help him so that he can um, run oh, reports wow. and um, possibly I would take calls for him and start doing the scheduling for him. Wow, that is really something. You know, it's isn't it amazing these businesses that, that pop up and really serve a specific community? How fun is that? It's a great it, thing. It is. It's so interesting because nobody in the Amish community are allowed to use technology or electronics. You know, so they only use other people's phones or pay phones, and they 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 only transact in like checks or cash. So, oh. okay. So, how does he get? 
How does he get notified that they need to get picked up? They call Do they use him. a friend's phone? Is that it? They, they okay. use either the phone at the station or they go to, um, they have like a community phone or, or okay. of some sort that they use or they use other people's phones like cell phones. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it's really different. And then obviously we're not going to use, you know, Stripe or Square to take the payments or anything like that because nope. then we got to get a check and then we got to deposit the check or at least get a, you know, take a picture of it, deposit that way through the bank. Yep. Um, this is this is a really different type of business. I mean, I'm thinking as you were explaining the whole thing to me, I'm thinking, Jennifer, well, you know, like uh, there's dispatching software like uh, Fleetio and Samsara, and that you can schedule trips, optimize routes, and track vehicles, and you know it's a monthly fee by that. But he kind of it kind of is like this whole digital makeover with this guy. It is because now, he's not Amish, but he is willing to buy a computer and purchase any software that he needs to help his business grow and be organized. So, okay, well. I think, first of all, um, you know, I think we're going to start with Google Calendar because that's probably what he's used to and expound upon that. That would allow to allow you to set schedule the appointments and set reminders. And then you can actually share calendars with him because he's used to this. We don't want to do a wholesale A to Z. We're going to we're going to blow it up and then you've got to learn everything from scratch. I think this is the type of guy. I don't know him, but I think we're going to have to move a little bit slowly and then add one more component to it, another component, because you could actually get in the calendar and schedule this stuff for him. Now, there is dispatching software, as I mentioned, that that you might want to use. And then, of course, you're going to need to use QuickBooks or, uh, or GNU Cash, because that's actually a free option, in order to do the accounting, the payroll, to track expenses, manage these checks, process the payroll, or whatever it may be. Um, I think this is something that I need to write up for you, Jennifer. So this way I can give you specific recommendations. Um, does that make sense? That makes total sense. And that is, that's very spot on of, of you. So um, I think that would be absolutely wonderful. I've been trying to figure it out on my own form and it's just kind of, I'm kind of overwhelmed. Well, I, I think it, cause you, what you want to do is come up with, these different elements that they're not standalone, that they actually will be integrated. Um, and that's where I want to say, okay, we have Google Calendar. Maybe there's an add-on for Google Calendar I can find that will also integrate into, say, GNU Cash or QuickBooks. And then there may even be some type of dispatching. I don't want to, because if I, if I give you a different dispatching software program, then we have like this whole other island out there. So what I want to do is I want to do some really good research and Jennifer, we have your email address. Just make sure that we double check that. Uh, so this way, when we write it up, we can send it out to you. And then for everybody else, if you just have to be interested, because this is something that you want to do or you want to learn more about it, because knowledge is power, make sure that you get our tips of the day over at commando.com. That's commando.com slash subscribe. You know, it's just so incredibly interesting to me that there are different ways that people will figure out how to make some money. But if you are looking to make money, the very worst thing you can do, the absolute worst thing you can do is go to Google and say, make money online. I assure you that you will get scammed. So what you need to do is be a smart person. Head to commando.com. That's K-O-M-A-N-D-O.com. 
and you want to search for make money at home. There we have lists and lists and lists of legitimate ways that you can make money. Maybe you want to be a secret shopper. Maybe you want to be a tasker. Uh, you want to be an Uber driver, a Lyft driver. You want to be an online tutor, whatever it may be. A part-time marketing person, consultant, accountant, you name it. We have the list of the legitimate opportunities over at commando.com. Just use the search box and say, just use the search box and say, make money at home. All right. I always like to pass along these insider secrets and tips. Now, the television in your hotel room, it has these hidden tech tricks from helping you charge your devices to catching up on your favorite streaming shows that you may not have ever thought of before. So here are some ways that tech pros actually use a hotel or vacation rental TV. Number one, if you forgot to pack a wall charging plug, but you still have your USB cable on hand, heck, not a problem. Just plug the phone's cable into the TV's USB port and you're going to get the super fast charge. Also, take a look at the lamps in the room. Many now have charging ports built in too. Okay, next on our list, whatever you do, don't sign in using your streaming username and passwords on the room's television. That's a great way to let the next guest in the room buy content in your account unless you log out before you check out. And that's why number three is super important. You want to connect your laptop or tablet to the hotel's TV. All you need is an HDMI adapter. And then, easy breezy, you can watch your movies, your shows, listen to podcasts, all on the hotel TV. And by the way, many hotels also let you stream from your Chromecast or uh, AirPlay-enabled devices. All right, stay right where you are because coming up, we have more of your phone calls as well as there's an air taxi service maybe coming to a town near you. Also going to give you some clues if you're overpaying for your internet. And then later on, let me tell you, if you are going out to a bar or nightclub, the very worst thing you can do is open up your phone while you're sitting there. And of course, you have more of me, Kim Commando, your digital goddess. All right, coming up in just a few minutes, how you can tell if you're overpaying for your internet. And before we get back to all of your phone calls, you know, where's George Jetson when you need him? Now, for years and years, we've heard promises of all electric air taxis to take us from point A to point B without any issues of traffic on the streets. Well, United Airlines has been investing in this technology since 2020 big time. Uh, they did a deal with Archer. They have what's called an EVTO, Electric Vehicle Takeoff and Landing. That's what it stands for. And they invested like $1 billion, and they ordered 200 of them. And then in March of 2021, United Airlines invested $50 million in another air taxi startup by the name of Joby Aviation. Well, guess what? Yes, it's almost here. Imagine being able to get from Chicago O'Hare Airport to the city in just 10 minutes flat. Well, starting in 2025 in Chicago, only for right now, four to six passengers will be able to take off in an electric air taxi from the Illinois Medical District on the city's near west side and then land at O'Hara International Airport minutes later, they say ready to just board their flights. And yes, thank goodness there's a living, breathing pilot on board. Wow. Speaking of air, uh, 2023, it's just a bad year to be a hot air balloon pilot without a radio. I wouldn't advise that. All right, Curly in Orlando, Florida. First of all, I have to ask, how the heck did you get the name Curly? Well, it was the least damaging of all other alternatives when I was in junior high school. Okay. They used to call me kinky and spooly and everything else, and I chose Curly, and it stuck with me. I like it. I love it. So how can I lend a hand? Well, um, we finally cut the cables totally. And I went with mm -hmm. a, a T-Mobile 5G combination modem router and uh, 
for my internet needs, and I save thirty dollars a month on my internet. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, and then my uh, my old Google first generation Wi-Fi mesh, you know, the ones that look like white hockey pucks. Um, they didn't like the new technology, so I did my research and replaced it with a new Wi-Fi system, mesh system. Okay. And uh, while doing my research, I, I saw that um, people were saying that when you're using a second router with a combination modem router, uh, that the router on that device should be disabled. And I just wondered if there's any advantage to doing this. Is it working now, Curly? It's working great right now. Because there's the old adage, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? Okay, but let's talk about it. One of the reasons why you might want to disable that router uh, from the carrier and use the Eero Mesh router is that you may get additional features, meaning that uh, if you need to set up parental controls, that's probably a lot easier to do on the Eero system. Uh, You want to set up guest networks, you can do that. You can get more advanced features over, over the network. But disabling the router from the carrier that they provided, it's um, it, it can be a little tricky, and yeah. it can be very frustrating. So I my advice to you is if you don't need parental controls and you don't need to set up any guest networks, uh, then I would just say just let it rip, Curly, <laughs> just and have a great time. Okay. Can, can I throw one more thing at you? Certainly, sir. I know you're a big fan of the military. Yes. And uh, and also know that this will probably air on a different day, but uh, today is National Vietnam War Veterans Day, and I just thought that you might like to give a big hoorah and welcome mm-hmm. home to the men and women who served in the Vietnam War. 1,000%, Curly. 1,000%. Um, I have to tell you this. You wanna, do you have time for a quick story, Curly? I do. Okay, so I was at Costco a couple of weeks ago, and there was a a gentleman who was wearing a Vietnam vet hat, and mm-hmm. he was struggling with his uh, his getting his bags out of the cart into his into his truck. So I uh, yeah. I walked by and I said, "Here, let me lend a hand." And so he looked at me like, "What?" You know, and I said, "No, here, let me help you." And so I put the bags in the trunk for him, and then I took away his cart. And before uh-huh. I left. I looked at him. I said, I just want to say thank you for your service. And he looked yeah. at me, and he is, his eyes started watering, Curly. Wow. And he said, you know, when I came home uh, from Vietnam, he said, nobody said that. They, they, they spit on us. Yeah. And I, and I said, I'm sorry for that. Yeah. I apologize for that. And I wasn't part of that. I said, but... I just want to know it was an honor to help you. Yeah. And he still, he had like tears coming down. And, and then I gave him a big hug. I'm like, okay, you need a hug. So I gave him a hug and, uh, and into Costco I went. I thank you for that. And amongst, amongst us, a common greeting is welcome home. That's good. I mean, that's good to know. I'm going to use that next time too, Curly, next time. Hey, thank you for, uh, thank you for, thank you for bringing that to our attention, Curly. And and glad I could help you out today. Thank you so much. Hey, if you're in the market for a new router, take our router quiz right on the website at commando.com. And in less than three minutes, you just answer a few questions. And then our very own artificial intelligence and IT geniuses, they got together. And they're going to pick the absolute perfect router for you based upon what you need and what you want to spend. 
That address is commando.com slash router quiz, commando.com slash router quiz. All right, your internet connection, are you getting what you're paying for? Okay, if your plan includes 500 megabits download speeds, you should be getting that. You won't always see the exact number, but it should be close. So what you want to do is check your download and upload speeds by going to this address, speedtest.net. Once again, that's speedtest.net, not a .com, speedtest.net. Now, if you're getting the speed that you're paying for, but there are some slowdowns, you know, you want to start looking around. How many connected devices you have? How many are streaming? How many simultaneous streams? How many gaming, live streaming, cameras, video, conferencing, and a whole bunch more? And you may need to upgrade your plan. But how much internet speed do you really need? Well, here are some general parameters. If you only have, if you only have a few devices connected to your Wi-Fi and you use your network primarily just to like hang out on the web, a plan with 10 megabits should be enough. Now, if you start watching videos and downloading media, then you got to bump it up to 25 megabits. Now, if you're streaming content, online gaming, that's when you need 100 megabits. But if you're going to do simultaneous streaming, online gaming, downloads, you got a slew of devices in the house, you might need 500 megabits or more. Now, over at the Consumer Reports website, they have an internet speed calculator that can figure out how much speed that you actually need. It gives you an idea because you start checking the boxes for how many devices are checking email, streaming content, group video calls, and stuff like that. That's over at ConsumerReports.com. Now, if you are in a rural community right now and you have poor internet, probably the best option for you is to get that Starlink from SpaceX, which is Elon Musk company. We've got all kinds of links and more information to it over at Commando.com. All righty, still to come, we have much more of your phone calls as well as tell you a huge warning that you don't want to miss, that if you're going out to the bars and clubs while you don't want to use your passcode on your phone, I know today. All right, back to the phones we go with Barry in Ozark, Missouri. Well, um, with the TikTok um, <laughs> adventure, uh, considering Chinese spyware and so forth, I've kind of long concern. I uh, had a long concern about our thumb drives as to whether those that are made in China might contain spyware, malware that we just have not been able to detect up to this point. So let me ask you a question: yeah. Why are you still using thumb drives? Um, this is, I know that's old technology, but I still use it to store a lot of things, um, mm -hmm. pictures, um, I don't know, it just, uh, it's, I'm, I'm old, I'm 80, and so, you know, <laughs> okay. you kind of get stuck in some things, and I'm not really trustworthy of the cloud. Yeah, well, the only reason why, because, well, you know that thumb drives, they don't have a really good rep for lasting a long time. You know, that's that's my concern. Because I never want to put anybody to put anything super duper important on a thumb drive. And the cloud is okay. But let's talk about these Chinese things that's going on. You're right. You know, TikTok is a direct link to communist China. And they are tracking everything on about 150 million Americans are using TikTok right now, which I just think is crazy. And Not there are certain part. brands... It's there are certain Chinese brands that the the U.S. government has banned for people in the military because of security problems. Like, for example, there's Huawei. Uh, they make phones, a whole bunch of other electronics. They're not allowed to be used. ZTE. DJI 
is a big drone manufacturer, and they are a Chinese company, and they've been banned from use. Lenovo is a global brand, but it's also a Chinese company that, you know, those products are also not authorized for use by the U.S. military. So it's hard to really say what could be on this thumb drive. And so if you want to really make sure that this thumb drive is protected, is that you put certain encryption uh, features onto this thumb drive to protect your data. And But it's really... The cloud is, is really safe there. I wouldn't worry about that. If you could put everything up into a Google Drive, I think that would be phenomenal. Uh, you'd have Google Photos, and like I said, you have Google Drive, because they offer encryption and security features that will protect your data. And then you can also access your files from anywhere you are, as long as you have an internet connection. You don't have to worry about a thumb drive being lost, stolen, stepped on, or what have you. But if you do want to encrypt it, uh, you know, we've got the We've got the programs over at commando.com. You can do a program like 7-Zip that will encrypt those files on the thumb drive. But you can also format the thumb drive to see if there was anything on there, that that would be hasta la vista, baby. But I think your best bet is to start thinking about uh, getting stuff up in the cloud. And if you need some help with that, we've got all kinds of tutorials and step-by-steps over on the website. And Barry, thank you so much for your call. Hey, speaking of China, you want to be careful of VPNs coming from China. There are tons of them. So if you want a good, solid VPN without any Chinese connections, ExpressVPN is the one that I use. You can get three months free right now at expressvpn.com slash Kim. All right, Diane in Austin, Texas. I'm retired and I am a genealogist and I would like to begin transcribing some of the interviews that I've done with family members over the years. But I don't want to have to type it all into a computer. So I was wondering if there is a program that I could talk into uh, and it would print things out on the computer automatically. Mm-hmm. Are you using Windows or Mac? Uh, I'm a Mac. I have a Mac. Uh, Macs have built-in uh, voice translation, speech-to-text apps. That's what they're called. Voice translation is automatically built in. You just have to turn it on. Uh, and then you can just speak to your, you don't even need a microphone anymore. You just go ahead and talk. And then whatever you say is just pops up on the screen. Uh, if you, do you already have these audio files or you're just making them? Uh, I already have the audio files on little CDs. Okay. Well, if you already have them, what you can do, uh, is you can obviously play them into on your Mac and then it will just you open up Pages or Microsoft Word or Google Docs, and then it will just go ahead and just transcribe it directly on the screen. Uh, but if you have a oh, lot, wow. cool. if you if you have a lot of these files, uh, there's something called Otter.ai, and with Otter.ai, it's a speech-to-text app. What it, it's really really powerful, meaning that uh, it has advanced features such as it can identify different speakers. Uh, you can tag by keywords, so. If you're finding that maybe the uh, the Mac voice translation is not working for you and you already have these files and you don't want to have to play them again, is that you can just upload these voice files directly to otter.ai and then it will, like I mentioned, automatically just translate it from speech directly to text. And if you're on Windows, Windows also has voice translation, transcription rather, directly built in. Oh, and by the way, so does Google Docs now that I think about it. And Google Docs, it's a free app. You just open up the app, you create a new document, then you click the microphone icon, then you just start recording, and then it will automatically translate your speech into text as you speak. And what is so wonderful now 
is that it used to be like, oh, you'd have to train the AI. You'd have to train it to figure out your voice. You know, those days are long gone. We're not sitting here talking 20, 30 minutes into a microphone so it can figure us out. It's just all built in. And if you're not using it for whatever you want to use it for, maybe it's not just with genealogy, Diane, you might want to use it for other things. Like I use it all the time, like voice to text emails and documents and scripts and everything. It just makes life a heck of a lot easier. We'll put some links together for you. We'll send them out to you, Diane. And for everybody else, we'll put these links over on the website at commando.com. By the way, there were some magical keystrokes to turn on voice dictation. Now, if you're on a PC, Windows 10, you're going to press the Windows key and H to open the dictation toolbar. If you're on Windows 11, press the Windows key and the period key, and that opens the dictation toolbar. If you're on a Mac, you want to press the function key twice or press the function key and the left command key simultaneously. And on Mac, you can actually change that keystroke if you don't want to use that one. Hey, just want to remind you, over 400,000 people get my free email newsletters, 100% free, by the way. You can unsubscribe at any time. And it's tech news that you can use as well as a lot of device advice. And you can sign up right now where you're thinking about it over at commando.com slash subscribe. You can unsubscribe at any time if you don't like it. But I guarantee you, you are going to love, love, love them because every single day you're going to get more tech smarts. Head to commando.com slash subscribe. All right, if you're planning to make some new friends while you're out on the town at a bar, here's a new rule. While you're sitting there, do not unlock your phone with a passcode because here's why. Criminals are taking advantage of folks out on the town. They sit next to you. They tell you how great you are. They befriend you. But all they're doing is waiting for you to tap your code to open your phone and then, bam, steal your phone right from your hands. And think about this. A good phone is worth about $1,000. And once they have your PIN code, oh, wow, everything's toast. Your bank account, anything else that you have in there. And here's what's worse. The thief can lock your iPhone out using your code. So even if you have a GPS tracker on it, like Find My, you cannot get in. You cannot request any help from Apple. So what should you do? Number one, when you're out in public, shield your PIN number. Just don't sit there and type it in for everybody to see. And if you really need to open your phone in front of folks, use Face ID. Next, don't use an easy pin, no four digits. It should be nice, it should be long. And finally, if you don't want to use Face ID, use a passcode with both numbers and letters, of course, if you can. And do me a solid. Tell three friends about the Kim Commando Show and the Kim Commando Tape Podcast because knowledge is power. This program is a copyrighted production of Westar Multimedia Entertainment and protected by the copyright laws. Any rebroadcast or use of this program for commercial, business, economic, or financial purposes without the written permission of Westar Multimedia Entertainment is strictly prohibited. Prohibited.